What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I'm an online fitness and mindset coach. Today, we're going to be talking about how to lose weight without counting calories. As you, those of you who don't know, I run a Q&A every single Monday inside my free Facebook community. If you are not a part of my free Facebook community, make sure that you visit the link down below inside this podcast description. You can join my free Facebook community. I do a live Q&A each and every single Monday. So if you have any questions about weight loss, fitness, nutrition, whatever it is, make sure that you drop it on inside my Facebook community every single Monday to get your questions answered. So let's begin. Today, we've only got one question. And this question was, can you lose weight without counting calories? Okay, this is a great question, because this person actually used to be a client of mine. And in my program, I teach about counting calories. And I think that this person might have had this notion that, oh, you can only lose weight while you count calories. And I think that oftentimes you hear this all the time. You hear this with other, uh, maybe you follow a person online and they see that, oh, in order to lose weight, you might be in, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And you think that, oh, in order to be in a calorie deficit, I, that means tracking calories or I need to track calories in order to lose weight. How many of you have been in that position before where you think that the only way to lose weight is by counting calories? Just give me a show of hands. If you are listening to this on the podcast, just you can give me a silent head nod. So the answer to that question very simply is yes, you can still lose weight without counting calories. Now, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to tell you exactly how to lose weight without counting calories. However, I'm also going to first mention why it's important to learn how to count calories first. So here's the explanation why I get my clients to count calories and why it's important for you to have at least some knowledge on how to count calories. So the first reason why it's important for you to learn and understand how to count calories is because you can't just go into trying to lose weight without understanding nutrition. And you have to understand that food Majority of food contains calories. And what is calories? Calories is a unit of energy. And in order to lose weight, you need to have a a shortage of energy. So a shortage of energy means that, okay, your body needs food. Your body needs energy to survive. So in order to lose weight, you need to eat less than what your body actually requires. And they're going to pull essentially from your fat storage. And that's how you're going to lose fat because there's a shortage of energy that's being provided on a day-to-day basis. Let me know if that makes sense. So I like to use this analogy of, for example, let's say you're going to the bank and in order for you to go to the bank, you want to withdraw cash. Let's say your, your calorie deficit is 1500. Okay. You're going to the bank and let's say you need $2,000 in order to maintain a healthy balance. So you go to the bank, you withdraw 1500 because that's all you have. So now in order to make up for that 2000, you have to pull from your savings. You have to pull 500 from your savings in order to make up for that $2,000. Hopefully this is making sense. So your body, for instance, let's say 
for that 2,000, 2,000 calories, you have to take 1,500 from the foods you're eating and that 500, okay, your body's like, okay, I need to uh, have 2,000 calories, so I'm going to pull 500 calories from the, by fat storage and that's how I'm going to make up for that 2,000. Again, everyone's metabolism is going to be different. Everyone's body is going to be different. Everybody's going to burn different amounts of calories. So I'm just using that 2000 as an example. So that's an analogy that I like to use is that in order to be in a calorie deficit, that's the only way to lose weight. But being in a calorie deficit and tracking calories is not the same thing. Now, why do I get my clients and why do so many people promote counting calories? Well, here's the thing. In order to understand food on a deeper level, you have to First of all, you already know what calories is because I already talked about it. How much calories does food contain? That's a different story. Food is very complex. Foods make up of macronutrients. And I don't want to get too far into that. But essentially, macronutrients is proteins, carbs, and fats. And these three things are made up of calories. Okay. And every single type of food has a different, is made up of different macronutrients. And each macronutrient plays a different role in your body. And now you have to understand that in order for you to get a better understanding of like, okay, I want to lose weight, but I also want to change my body recomposition. Then we need different needs. We need different caloric needs. We need different macronutrient needs. So if I get my clients to start tracking these things and they're being a lot more mindful of the foods that they're consuming and the foods that they're putting into their body, they're going to better understand that, oh, in order for me to hit my protein goal, I should eat more of this and maybe less of this. And that's all it is. It's like, it's teaching you what foods contains which macronutrients and how to properly portion control that you're hitting your nutrition goals while simultaneously being in the calorie deficit so that you actually lose that weight. Hopefully that's making sense so far. So the goal of counting calories isn't just to, oh, I have to stay under this number because the only important thing is that I be in a calorie deficit. No, the reason why I get my clients to calorie count isn't just to ensure that they're in a calorie deficit, but it's to teach them what their foods contain and the proper portion control for them to actually lose that weight. So you have to also understand that anyone who counts calories, this isn't a forever thing. This isn't something that you do for the rest of your life. Counting calories is just going to give you a better understanding of um, macros, it's going to give you a better understanding of portion control so that later down the line, when you start transitioning into something called intuitive eating, you have a better understanding and a baseline of that, all that knowledge that you've accumulated from just tracking calories, weighing everything, etc. that you can now start making better food decisions. That's going to be beneficial towards your goals. Hopefully that makes sense. So again, tracking calories is just kind of like a phase. It's just something that's going to give you that baseline. So you have that knowledge. So now how can you lose weight without counting calories? Now that you know, counting calories is important, but I understand that a lot of people, they don't want to, maybe it's super tedious. Maybe it's, um, they don't want to go through the process. They just want to lose a few pounds and they don't really care about making this a sustainable thing. They don't care about nutrition. They just want to learn what to do without having to log it into an app and everything they're eating. So my best piece of advice is just induce a calorie deficit by other habits. So it's important to know that although you don't need to count every single calorie, all calories count. Every calorie counts. Okay. So what that means is like, regardless of not you track the calories, 
whatever you put in your body, that your body's still processing it. Your body's still either going to store it as body fat or they're going to use it as fuel. So that regardless or not, you can, you count calories. It always counts. So with that being said, what are some best practices that you can start introducing into your life to being in a calorie deficit without actually counting calories? So one of my best and favorite methods when it comes to nutrition is something called the three plates, two snacks guide. I've talked about this previously on a podcast before, but I'm also going to break it down here. So three plates is essentially, you're just going to have three plates a day um, in terms of your meals. So it could be your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's a very simple framework that you can start adopting. That's going to lower the amount of calories that you actually consume every single day. So just imagine every single meal should be on a plate and how big the plate is. I want to say around six inches, maybe eight inches, uh, up to 10 inches. It really depends on the person. If you're a male, then definitely a big larger plate for females. They typically eat a little bit less. So maybe around six to eight inches in diameter. So just picture your plate, three meals a day, and you're going to pretend that the plate is split in half. So when the plate is split in half, half your plate should be made up of any vegetable that you like. So it could be broccoli, it could be spinach, it could be kale, it could be carrots, it could be mixed vegetables. Doesn't really matter. Vegetables. So half your plate should be vegetables. A quarter of the plate, okay? So just half of a half. A quarter of the plate should be a lean protein source. So any type of protein source that you like, it could be chicken breast, it could be uh, extra lean ground beef, it could be ground turkey, it could be lean pork, it could be, if you're a vegetarian, it could be tofu, it could be tempeh, it could be white fish. Like, it doesn't really matter what it is, just make sure that it's a lean protein source. And the last quarter of the plate, and this is where a lot of times people overconsume this type of macronutrient, and this is why a lot of times they feel like, oh, carbs is the enemy, but it's really not. Carbs is not that satiating, depending on the, tar- uh, the carbs that you actually consume. And a lot of people overeat on carbs. So the last score of the plate is going to be a carb source. So again, this could be white rice. This could be pasta. It could be bread. It could be quinoa. It could be uh, oatmeal, like whatever it is. Just a quarter of the plate should be a carbohydrate source. And potatoes is another great one. So essentially, now that we know that carbs isn't that satiating, unless you eat a whole bunch of it, the standard American diet, you have to understand that more than 50% of their diet is actually going to be carbohydrates. So if you take that into account, well, look at the list of examples that I've been listing. It's so easy to overconsume. I remember back home, my dad would be eating like two to three large bowls of rice. And that would be like easily 800 calories worth of rice in order for him to be full. So if he just doubled up on the protein sources, he'll still get that same satiety without too many calories. So that's something you have to keep in mind. So rice, very, not that satiating, unless you eat a whole lot, but it's going to contain a lot of calories. And again, this is not me demonizing carbs or anything like that. You just have to understand that carbohydrates typically have a lot more calories um, in terms of the volume for the foods that you're actually consuming. So with that being said, just a quarter of the plate should be a carb source. So three meals a day should more or less follow that framework. And with that being said, the two snacks that you have in a day could be either a protein source. So Greek yogurt, protein bars, protein shakes, beef jerky, cottage cheese could be one of those snacks. It could be smart pop popcorn. So the non-buttery version of popcorn, or it could be a piece of fruit. So any piece of fruit that you want, it could be apples, it could be oranges, it could be strawberries, it could be blueberries. doesn't really matter. As long as you're following this framework, most likely you are going to be in a calorie deficit. 
And with that being said, you're not really counting calories at all because you're having a better understanding of portion control. So th this is what I call the portion control guide or the three plates, two snacks framework that I call. And I give it to my clients who are transitioning into understanding a little bit about nutrition without initially tracking first. Now, what are some other best practices that you can do to lose weight without counting calories? Well, maybe you can start drinking more water. Maybe you can start swapping out your pop for a diet pop. Maybe you are drinking less liquid calories overall. Maybe you're someone who drinks a lot of alcohol. Maybe you cut that down a little bit. Maybe you like going to your daily Starbucks menu. And if you actually count out the calories, it's like 500, 600 calories. And it's not really going to keep you full. So maybe you start looking for lower calorie swaps of your favorite drinks at Starbucks. There, maybe you start asking for sauces on the side instead of like drenching your salads inside all of these high calorie dense uh, condiments. Maybe you start eating more big ass salads every single day. And salads, yes, some of them can be very high in calories depending on how much sauce, how, uh, how much like croutons, toppings you put in the salads. But maybe you make a healthier salad at home where you just put a bunch of vegetables. You maybe you drizzle in some low calorie dressings and then you put some lean protein sources in it. Yeah, it's going to keep you full for not many calories. Maybe you start swapping to lower calorie dense foods. So strawberries is a low calorie dense food. Blueberries is a low calorie dense food. Um, spinach is a low calorie dense food. Chicken breast is a low calorie dense food. Low calorie dense foods are foods that don't take up too many calories for the amount of food that you actually consume. On the opposite hand, maybe it it's good to limit high calorie dense foods. What are high calorie dense foods? Peanut butter. You're not getting much food, but it's very high in calories. Chocolate, ice cream, pizza, high calorie dense foods. You're not getting too much food for the amount of calories it actually has. So instead of white rice, maybe you swap to potatoes. Maybe instead of having that whole chocolate bar, maybe you make a lower calorie version of a chocolate bar. These are just some examples that you can start making into your everyday life that's going to keep you in a calorie deficit so that you actually lose weight without counting calories. Again, there's so many other um, ways to like induce calorie deficits without actually tracking. But I think the biggest thing that I want to bring up here is that instead of focusing on weight loss, okay, this can stress a lot of people out like, oh, the scale's not moving and I feel like I can't lose weight unless I count calories. The biggest thing I can give you is that I want you to start shifting into working on healthier habits. And what does that mean? Yes, you can be healthy without losing weight. Yes, you can be healthy and still lose weight. But at the end of the day, you have to get into the mindset of just trying to be healthier. Okay. You can still technically be considered quote unquote overweight or quote unquote obese. And again, I, I don't really believe in the whole BMI thing applied as the individual level. That's a story for a different day. But essentially, you can be classified as overweight on the BMI scale or whatever, or obese on the BMI scale, but still be considered healthy. Okay. So you have to start adopting healthier habits. What are some healthier habits that you can start adopting? So number one, maybe you're strength training three to five times every single week. Lifting weights and building muscle is a healthy habit. Number two, going on frequent walks. Even 20 minutes of walking a day is going to help you and help, help your health levels on so many different levels. Number three, maybe prioritizing your protein intake. Eating protein in every single meal or most of your meals is a great place to start. A lot of people are not eating enough protein. Number four, eat more fruits and vegetables. A lot of you are not probably eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. I recommend 
three to five servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Seven to nine hours of sleep. Guess what? Sleep can also help with weight loss. And sleep is going to improve your energy levels. So those five habits I just listed at the top of my head is going to help you stay healthy. But at the same time, if you start being healthy, maybe there's a chance that you'll lose weight by following those habits. So instead of focusing on the numbers, instead of focusing on uh, how do I create a calorie deficit, etc., focus on the habits, focus on healthy habits, because in turn, there's so many other benefits than just seeing the number go down on the scale. And that's all I have to say. Like, honestly, I've given you a lot of value. My ask is, is that you take this value and you apply something for it. Like if you don't want to track calories, if you don't want to count calories, that's completely fine. But at the end of the day, the goal shouldn't be weight loss. The goal shouldn't be, oh, I want to see the number go down. The goal is to be healthy. The goal is to live longer. The goal is to improve your overall quality of life. And you can do all those things without losing weight. Okay. And that's something I want to shift the conversation towards. And that's something I want all of you to start um, looking into as well. Okay. So again, adopt those healthier habits and understand that this is going to be a process. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. And it's okay. If you mess up one day, it's okay. If you're not perfect, it's okay. If you don't get your 10,000 steps, it's okay. If you uh, have a soda every now and then, or a cheeseburger, it's not the end of the world. What you do most of the time and consistency is what matters most. All right. So with that being said, that's going to wrap up today's podcast. Hopefully you got a ton of freaking value. And again, shameless plug. If you want to join my free Facebook community, if you want to ask me questions, make sure that you click the link at the bottom of this podcast episode. You can join my free Facebook community, hang out, ask questions and be inspired, get a bunch of tips, motivation, etc., so that you can start crushing your fitness goals. With that being said, this is Again, a vision includes your podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu, and I'm signing off. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.